0: No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible.
1: This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schapp. Next week, a new movie comes out. It's called Inside Game. And it's about the NBA gambling scandal from a decade ago that centered around the referee, Tim Donaghy. And Tim joins us now. Tim, thank you for being with us.
0: Oh, thank you for having me.
1: Tim, you're a referee in the NBA for 13 years. Um, obviously, your tenure ended in disgrace and with revelations that you had been cooperating with gamblers to affect the outcomes of games. When you look back at that period of your life, how do you explain how it
0: all happened? No, I I explain it by, uh, unfortunately, making some poor decisions, hanging out with the wrong people, crossing lines I shouldn't have been near, and uh, the fact that I love to gamble. And I started to to gamble at the country clubs, uh, play blackjack in the the locker rooms, get into limos and run down to the casinos. And it just spiraled, and, and I made one poor decision after another. Cross one line after another that I shouldn't have been near, and gambling kind of got the best of me. and And I enjoyed the action from it, whether I was, uh, you know, on the golf course or or in my basement playing cards or or placing bets on college or professional sporting events. How
1: did you get in so deep?
0: You know, I get in so deep because I think I just consumed me, and uh, you know, I love the action from it all, and and I enjoyed, uh, you know, being the guy that had the information and and passed along to people that uh, were placing the bets for me. And it got to a point where uh, I didn't know that this guy was, was passing the information along to people associated with organized crime. So when we stopped uh, the people from organized crime wanted to continue to get those picks came to the Philadelphia airport Marriott uh, with a a friend of mine. They tricked my friend into bringing uh, them to, to me, uh, Tommy Martino. And, and basically, threatened that if I didn't continue to give them the picks, they would expose my prior gambling to the NBA or, or worse yet, have somebody visit my wife and kids in Florida. So uh, at that point, I knew I was in way too deep. I was hoping to to give them the picks to the end of that year and, and be done with it.
1: We're speaking with Tim Donaghy, the former NBA referee, whose career ended with revelations that he was cooperating with gamblers, working to affect the outcomes of games, and, and This went on for a while, Tim. What what do you think it said about the internal checks and controls at the NBA that you were able to do what you did for as long as you did?
0: You know, I think they definitely had some uh, issues and and some problems in how they conducted business. Uh, Phil Scala, who was the FBI agent to work the case, went in and told them they had a lot of things that they needed to clean up. It's portrayed very well in the movie, uh, Inside Game, with how the FBI agents are portrayed and and how they look into the whole situation and how it was all discovered. Uh, So it's definitely a situation where the NBA had some culpability in it. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, what I did uh, wasn't wrong. 100%. I accept full responsibility for it, but the way the NBA conducted business uh, allowed me to do what I did and to become very successful at giving these picks out to people. Uh, So it's, it's a situation where, uh, you know, I wish I could turn back time and I was never a part of it and, and I, uh, could still be an NBA referee, but you know, unfortunately we all know that you can't do that. And in the movie, it, it's portrayed greatly about the choices we all have to make in life and how Tommy and myself and, and Batista made those poor choices. And not only did they affect ourselves greatly, but it affected the people we love the most. And that's our family. And, and that's the great message that's in the movie.
1: Mm. We're speaking with Tim Donaghy about the new movie, Inside Game, uh, which comes out November 1st. It's about the gambling scandal. He was at the center of it back more than a decade ago. <laughs> you, you know, Tim, um, every film like this that's based on a true story takes certain liberties. You've obviously seen the film at this point. Uh, you eventually came around to a position where um, – you were supportive of the film after initially not having been so. In in what ways does the film get things right? And in what ways, if any, does it get things wrong?
0: You know, it's Hollywood. So there's always going to be situations where they spice things up. Uh, and, and is it, is it correct? Uh, absolutely. I mean, they do a great job at, at putting the story out there. Uh, and you're right. At first, I didn't want to get involved in, in the story because – I felt like I wanted to have some creative rights to how the story was told. Uh, They didn't want to do that with me. And uh, because I felt like I did enough wrong in my life where they didn't really need to make stuff up. And they really didn't. Uh, They they showed me the film. Uh, I watched it several times. Uh, Pauli Martino and Tommy Martino, uh, you know, came and showed it to me at my house in Sarasota, Florida. And, uh, you know, they, they made some very valid points about the message that's in the movie and Some of the proceeds from Tommy's book Inside Game and the movie Inside Game are going to a school called Elwin, which is uh, for mentally and physically challenged, uh, you know, boys in Springfield, Pennsylvania. So with that being said, uh, it was very embarrassing for me to, uh, again, go through this and, and see all the mistakes that I made portrayed in a Hollywood film. But, you know, I think there's finally some good coming from it and and the message that's in the movie and and the proceeds going to this school for these challenged kids. So. Uh, you know, I, it was an opportunity I just couldn't turn down.
1: You know, for all these years, of course, up until very recently, the professional sports leagues said gambling is bad. And, um, they discouraged gambling. Well, I, I don't know if it's fair to say they discouraged. There might have been some quiet encouragement, but the official line was gambling is bad. And we're not going to encourage further legalization of wagering on sports uh, that it could corrupt our games. That that line of thinking changed a number of years ago, and, and of course it has to do with dollar signs more than anything else. What is it like for you now in 2019, a decade-plus removed from your own situation, um, seeing the NBA embrace gambling at a certain level, embrace wagering on the sport – which we know can ultimately have negative ramifications.
0: No, it's tough. It's actually comical to me in a way. Uh, after everything that uh, you know, went place, took place in 2007, how David Stern came out on, on ESPN and said, legal gambling will cost you your job. Illegal gambling will cost you your freedom as an NBA referee. And then found out that 55 out of 58 NBA referees uh, gambled in some way, shape, or form, and he couldn't fire them all. I think that was a, an eye-opening experience for the NBA. I think they began to realize how prevalent gambling was and not also how prevalent it was, but you know the revenue stream that can come from gambling is just something that you can't pass up. And when you look at what's going on with China uh, today and that revenue stream possibly being taken away, you know the, the revenue from gambling could possibly replace that. So, you know, it, it's all about the bottom line. It's a business, it's entertainment, and it's about making money. And, and they're going to do whatever they need to do, uh, you know, to make that money. And, and regardless of what they said or, or did in the past, moving forward, times change. And, and they need to take this to the next level.
1: How are you doing today, Tim?
0: You know, I got to be honest with you. I'm very fortunate that I've had great friends and family that have supported me. Uh, uh, my family has stood by me every step of the way uh and you know i have gotten back on my feet uh i am involved in some real estate involved in the website repticks.com which is a consultant for people that use gambling as a form of entertainment and of course this movie inside game that's coming out uh is something that i think uh is going to be a great message as i said before uh paulie martino did an absolute terrific job in, in getting the actors together uh scott wolf plays tommy martino eric Mavius plays myself and Will Sassa plays Batista, and and I'm telling you, when you see Will Sassa portray Batista, uh, it is so funny and, and comical. He does such a great job. I don't know how he can't get an Academy Award for for his uh, you know uh, portrayal of what he did.
1: Do you think that NBA games, you know, the sport which has only grown um, in the last decade, which is only getting more popular globally? Um do you think that games are are influenced by wagering in the sense that, you know, referees might be doing things that are untoward, players might be doing things that are untoward. Do you do you think games are getting fixed?
0: Well, I can tell you this. I don't know if you know this name, but Michael Francisi was a captain in the Colombo crime family, uh and he since has left and become a preacher. Okay, he has gone on the record as saying that in the uh, mid-1990s, three NBA referees were on his personal payroll and none of them were named Tim Donaghy. So I think that there's a a situation here where uh, it it definitely went on when I was there. It it, uh, is something where other people were involved. The NBA wanted to paint me as one bad apple. I think it's exposed now that that wasn't the case. Uh, you know, I think, with my whole situation i 'm hoping that uh, an NBA referee or an NFL referee wouldn 't get involved in doing what I did because of how detrimental it was to me and my family. I think where you 're going to see the next scandal when it comes to gambling is at the college level when you can go to some of these Division one players that aren 't going to go to the next level and say here 's twenty twenty five grand uh, you know you can take care of your family uh, you can Win the game that you're supposed to win, but you're favored by 15. Don't win by 15. Win by 12, 13, 14. Just don't win by 15. You're really not doing anything wrong. Here's the money. I think you're going to find that, you know, it's going on now that people are doing this. It just hasn't been, uh, you know, something that's been caught or exposed yet. But I think it's going to definitely happen in the future uh, because there's not enough education out there to let these people – Know that, uh, you know, you hang out with the wrong people, you talk to the wrong people uh, and they get their uh, grips on you and and get you in a compromising position that you're going to owe them. And this is what they're going to do to you.
1: Do you buy the line of thinking that legalized, more widespread wagering on team sports will more easily bring to the attention of the authorities any irregularities?
0: You know, I I think that there has to be uh, some type of regulation. There has to be, you know, eyes on every facet of of, uh, uh, people that are involved in the sport, from the trainers releasing uh, information uh, that's not public uh, on injuries to the players, to the referees, to the coaches. And, you know, you have to make sure that, uh, you know, if there's any information that should be out there, uh, you know, that can affect these gambling lines, that it doesn't get out there. And that if it is information that should be out there, that's going to affect the lines, that it gets released to the public immediately and people aren't able to take advantage of it. But I think you're, uh, you know, always going to have corruption when you talk about gambling, you talk about the mob uh, and you talk about uh, a lot of things that go uh, on underground with it being legalized and coming above ground. Hopefully they'll be able to put, uh, you know, some stop gaps in place to prevent the next big scandal.
1: The new film is Inside Game and it is largely about Tim Donaghy's story. Tim, uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having joined us here on The Sporting Life.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thanks,
1: guys. I'm Jeremy Schaap, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern time.